Hello everybody and welcome to today's edition of the chapter by chapter coverage of the Wheel of Time graphic novel series, Patreon exclusive, our penultimate free episode, man. What a name. What a title. I have to practice that before I start giving it. You gotta say it faster. I think we gotta knock it down to, um, we gotta abbreviate it and make it like uh, TWTGNP. TWTGNP, okay. something like that. We'll work on it. We got to break. Well, it's like H, H. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the chapter by no, chapter. You by don't have to H E. You don't have to abbreviate hello, everybody. <laughs> you say hello, everybody. No, and welcome I'm to doing it all. C by C, C B C P, T W T, G N P. It kind of rolls off the tongue. <laughs> You just got to say it a few more times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you just got to get the hang of it. You're you're totally right. CBC, TWT, GNP. Welcome. Actually, if we just say we're like, if we just say we're CBC, I think we're just automatically picked up by the CBC. Well, today I have a million wires crossed in my brain and I'm operating at max capacity. What? Listen, I've been fluttering around <laughs> my house all morning. I woke up. I've been... Knocking things out. Knocking. Knock them out the block. I'd mow my lawn. I took a dog for a walk. Ooh. That's about oh. it. But now I'm here. <laughs> That's good. You know, you actually, you just need the first couple things, and then everything else is just dominoes after that. Um, well, I'm not eating any yeah. dominoes today because I'm on a cleanse. So no dominoes right now. What kind of cleanse? Papa John's. Only Papa John's. Ooh. That's a, a sweaty I'm cleanse. Clean, I'm cleansing all the dominoes out, and I'm letting the pop in, which I don't think is a good choice. But I'm already, I'm already a few days into it. Yeah, you can't, you can't stop now. Otherwise, Listen, you're a quitter. Pop everyone, will call you a quitter. This is important. And I need to talk about it. There's a band, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. You heard me. That's a real band. Mm. The best band in the universe. He's been on this band for like seven years. They released a new album today. Came out today. This mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. podcast will probably come out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the new album is called Butterfly 3000. Now, you may have heard me say that I've been fluttering around a bit today. And that's because I have ascended to Butterfly Level 3000. I am yep. a papillon. The papillon. <laughs> that is French for <laughs> butterfly, I think. Wow. <laughs> not positive on that one i could fat check it but i don't think i need to Mm-mm. but it is just crawling all up in me and it is making me feel like i am a background muppet in the labyrinth and i'm just walking around i'm a little worm maybe mm-hmm. drinking a cup of tea it is it is music so far up your alley if you if anybody in the audience likes anything that steve says ever you guys got to do yourself a favor and look up King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. Because <laughs> yeah, it's most likely going to translate to music. This is kind of what this yeah. album sounds like. And the drums are just going fucking crazy. Anyways, it's music for butterflies, I'm pretty sure. So get it and play it in your gardens and just have it. Just enjoy it. I was listening to it 
uh, after you told me it came out. And uh, the first little while, like, it's like, if you feel like you're walking on sunshine, you know, you really do the first, like the first two songs, but then it takes a turn. I think somewhere in the near the, yeah, it, it near the end of the third or fourth song, it takes a dirt, it takes a dark turn and, and it's no longer you're yeah, walking things, through cement. Things, uh, <laughs> yeah, things get a little gooey, but it's great. But it could be a little disarming, maybe if you were on some, uh, you know, something to assist your experience. But check it uh, out. Yes, we're not uh, sponsored by them. But hey, please, that you know, come on, come on down, lizard boys. So this morning, I want to talk to you about this before we get into the episode. Before we get into the comic book, I need your I need your advice. You know, Uh-oh. you are you are the garden. You're the garden guy to me. I don't know anybody else that does as much gardening. I've noticed as you do. that I'm turning into a gnome. The other day, I was looking at myself and I had a toque on. <laughs> yeah, I had these I was going to ask you pants. about the. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the hat. What's going is on? Is there a hat that, on my head but... right now? No, there's not even a hat on my head. Oh, you're talking about this gnome hat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't call that a hat. That's just part of my head. Oh, okay. You. It never comes off. I so actually I looked in the mirror the other day, and I was like, I'm look. I look like a gnome right now. Now I got bit. this beard. I got these gnome glasses. I got my gnome hat over here. Hold You're on. always standing in dirt. I was wearing my hat Ooh. like this. And I was pulling a shovel over my shoulder. <laughs> and I started singing gnome songs. So anyways, yes, I am the resident garden gnome. What do you, what do you want to ask? So I'm in the middle of a turf war with a couple of pigeons. And they've been coming pigeons. to my garden for the last like week or so. And hey, what are uh, pigeons I've named doing in your garden? Just got a bagel thrown on the street. <laughs> no, they're 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 determined, and I think they're working with the squirrels. I think I mentioned this. I don't know if it was. In well, the, they're definitely working uh, with the squirrels. Like the regular season episode, or if it was like last week's episode. But to catch everybody up to speed, a couple, I think about like a month month and a half bit ago, we're doing our gardening. Kate finds a peanut. Inside one of the inside the soil, and she lobs the peanut off the balcony. We don't even think two things about it. We're just like, get out of here, peanut. Yeah, you've started. Well, that god damn war. Oh my god, we have we are in the middle of something real here. So first, squirrel it was apocalypse. Squirrel. Yeah, first it squirrel was the squirrels coming now. looking for their squirrel for their for their nuts for the peanuts. Oh. And they're just fucking digging around all the time, looking through, through and through all our, all our bushes. And then after we start, after we were able to kind of like set my cat up in a way at the window so that they can see him. This is insane. And they're a little, they're a little more spooked out by the cat. The pigeons start coming as reinforcements. And there's these two specific pigeons that are showing up. Mm. Uh, I've named them Statler and Waldorf. And I know which ones they are. It's a good name. Uh, Cause, cause they hang out on a balcony. Right. Okay. And they're, and they're assholes. They chirp at me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so they show up about two or three times every morning. Uh, and yesterday morning we had like one flower pot that's up on like a, a shelf on the on the balcony outside, and they just flew right onto the right onto the pot and started just like dancing on it, just like dancing and doing like a little oh, like jig dancing. together. What kind of were you playing? Na- were you playing any music? Were you playing any no. Harry Belafonte at the time? Uh, any sort of uh, calypso music? Pigeons love that. I 
I I wasn't, but I can't speak to any of my neighbors. And there are a couple of musically. Yeah, it's hard to say what's causing the pigeons to dance. Well, what's what I want to know is how can I get rid of them? They're not afraid of my cat, right? I come out there and they give me kind of a look and then they fly away. Well, what are they doing? They're they're not doing anything. They're not doing anything, but they're dancing on the soil and stuff. So put a fork in it. Put a bunch of forks. Face sticking up. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. A bunch of plastic forks. You could try the old fake owl. You could buy a fake owl. See, we have there's a guy right above us that has the fake owl and it's not doing anything. They figured the owl thing out. Yeah. It's just plastic. Yeah. And these Statler and Waldorf are are smart. You know, they they're they're cord they're coordinated. And first it's Statler that shows up and he tests the waters a little bit and sees who's sees who's in the living room. Then he flies away and goes talks to Waldorf and then they come back together. And then after a little while This is insane. These are just pigeons. and I'm sitting at my window for like I for like two hours soaker. every morning. Get a super like, soaker. Scree- screaming at war them. With them. So and Kate them. didn't know. Th- <laughs> Kate didn't know that I. <laughs> Kate didn't know that I named them. So <laughs> I'm screaming, Statler, She's get out of here! You're like fucking Wardolf. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> get out of like, here! What are you talking about, Stantler? It's like it's six o'clock in the morning. You're screaming out the window. <laughs> I, like, I honestly i don't have a lot of advice on that it's it's oof, i don't know garden balcony balcony gardening seems like a whole different can of worms right now and i am it, i am dealing with earthworms and i'm dealing with some squirrels but something's keeping them away this year i'm not sure what it is well you've a got like a, you've got cats and dogs and you you spend a lot of time in your backyard as well this all means nothing um, squirrels usually know. operate under the veil of midnight darkness they come in, they see, just dig little holes, put those nuts everywhere. My squirrels are like, they are... How are the squirrels getting up there? How high up are you? They, cl- they climb the walls. Because we have like, the walls on the building are like, it's an old building. It's built in like 1965 or something like that. And it's all this like crazy stucco that's around it. And it's perfect for like rock climbing for a squirrel. But squirrels, they have like such great inner core strength that they can just glide up the wall <laughs> super, super quickly. <laughs> You know, <laughs> they, never, they never miss ab day. No, never, ever, ever, ever. And they just like they can fucking fly up these walls like nobody's business. And I and I watch them. And there was one that just basically like I scared him to kind of get him off the balcony. I don't want I don't want to hurt these guys. Like that's the last thing I want to do. But I want them to like know that this is my territory. Super but soaker. ever since ever since we 2000. threw the the ever since we threw the peanut, it's been it's been awful it's been awful every morning well, i'm waking up just with... flew from the sky from your house from your balcony of course all the squirrels are coming here's what i, I think guess, you gotta do yes take a couple sticks of butter melt them down and you gotta sort of smear them all up the side of your house your side of your building there so that's it, how you it, get bees well that's <laughs> sure but that's something different that the bees will help drive away the pigeons the butter will make it too slippery for the squirrels to to hold on and the bees you know there's the bees are there anyways the bee they're just bees all right i think i can deal with bees because bees aren't like i i hate it when people think that bees are aggressive or like they get i don't hate it when people get afraid of bees but you know just chill around bees bees are cool bees are your friend yeah but they're they're dumb 
and they're really loud and they'll just get in your house and start just, like buzzing and bouncing into the wall over and over and it's ugh, it's unsettling i've already had to get like five bees out of my house this year oh my god where are your bees yeah, coming and from i'm getting pretty good at it get to what's your system take a cup and a piece of paper and scoop up the bee and i was hoping for something cooler you know you did like it you would like use a flute to, to lull them to sleep or something <laughs> I pull out a pan. I pull out a little pan flute, and I play them a little <laughs> yeah. tune. And they follow me out of the out of the house. Like uh, who's that guy with the rats? The Pied Piper, maybe. Pied Piper, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm like that. Yeah, but That's in good. Canada, we have to use, we have Canadian bees, so you have to use Rush. You know, little Y Y Z. Or Tom Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, it works great. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's get into what we're here for. Issue five. Of Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time comic book series. Steve just walked away from me. And now he's looking at something. What's he doing? I see. Now, okay. This is another thing that I'm seeing as a trend. And I didn't I didn't understand this when I was younger. But he's got one of these salt rock things. So I'm telling the audience right now that you've got one of these salt rock lamps on your dresser over there. Yeah, I do. So I discharge my ions out of my urinary tract nice i'm okay well i if that's is that like a trend discharging <laughs> ions from your urinary tract i think so i've i've never like understood the i've not understood but like i didn't know of this salt rock lamp thing until i moved in with kate because if you can see in my screen right on top of my see one TV, in the back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's right there but i've got one as well and it like weighs like four hundred pounds, and then I look at your rock. look look at yours, and I see you have one. Why do all these people have salt rock lamps? What's cool about salt rock lamps? I don't know. It's a cool lamp. It's a rock. It looks cool. I don't know. I've had mine for years. I've had mine for like seven or eight years. It's a pain in the ass. Is what it is. What do you mean? Because it's so heavy. Because you can't put what it anywhere about? where. It How might often fall. are you living? Like, what are you doing? Carrying your lamp around every day? Yeah, I only have like one light. It looks here. like yours is sitting on the top of a TV, which is not a it good. Is. Yeah, first of all, I would suggest <laughs> no, no, no. maybe a shelf. That TV is the most solid thing in this house. It's a it's like a 2001 CRT television. Look at mine back there, sitting on a on a shelf. I don't know. Some people say that there's there's like some people do say crazy hippie hippie stuff with those that there's ions. I don't know something about discharging the ions, but I just think it's a cool lamp. All right. I don't know. Something about it just triggered me when I, when I when I saw it. All right. Issue five, everybody. So we're opening up uh, soon after Rand goes fi- goes and finds Moraine and asks her for help to heal Tam. Tam. And the first like couple issues here is I think that it starts off with like Tam in the middle of some sort of conversation, and then he cuts himself off to go. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go outside as soon as he sees. Lan, uh, and Lan said something along the lines of like, "I don't, I don't trust that guy." Yada yada yada. Um, and I do remember that happening in the book, but I don't think it's ever explored at all. And that's another thing that I noticed in this issue is that they say a couple of things. We saw that in I think last issue where they mentioned the Dragon Fang, and here they do a couple of more things where they mention the ang- the Angriol, and they just yeah. never explain what it is. They, they kind of ex- they kind of explain what it is. They explain that. I remember. 
Well, all, all she really says is that it's like a, a sacred artifact that uh, she wasn't, they didn't want her to take. There aren't many of them. Uh, it could possibly save Tam. So I guess you're right. They don't really fully get into it. There's not a lot of room for that type of exposition. And that, with that being said, I think this issue has been is one of the wordier issues so far. And there is a little bit of exposition mm-hmm. on some on some things. Yeah, I know I came off hot, uh, like, and started criticizing it almost immediately. But I do, I do want to say I think this is like probably my, one of my favorite issues yet in this series. Like, it started to come together the most. At art speaking, like speaking of the art, like it is the most solid. Yeah, I mean it's it's fine. I think there's a standard sort of established now. A lot of our same critiques can probably be applied somewhere in this in this issue, but at the same time, there is a lot of really good artwork. What do you think of this cover here? Like, we've got our heroes. We got the main cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's only one cover. They didn't there's do only a, one cover. They didn't do a cover B this time. We have Rand in the center, and we have we have Matt on the right, Perrin on the left, and a mural cloaked mural. Veiled in darkness, standing behind the boys, mm-hmm. the young boys, a bunch of trees and like a and a red sky, orange sky in the back. I like it. I think it's good. Their necks look long, but that's my only complaint. Yeah, Rand's neck looks really long, <laughs> incredibly yeah. long. <laughs> yeah. Now that you mention it, and then Matt has no neck. Perrin's Perrin has a big thick neck. It, it kind of works. No, yeah, he he looks like beef. Beef man. Rand looks like a brontosaurus. <laughs> uh, do we see like? Can I, can I even see like a heron marked into the blade? Uh, into the blade here, if you like zoom in close enough, maybe. Uh, I mean, it's, it's something. It's it's, it's the first. That's like, for sure. I don't know if that's a heron. It looks. It's like the a first line. like design that we've seen on the heron marked blade yet. Because so far mm-hmm. in this book, they have made no. They've just ignored Adapt. that. Yeah. <laughs> and they've just said, oh, a heron marked blade. Unless they refer to the hilt at, at all. Like maybe the hilt design is like a heron shape. I think we saw the hilt before too. But here, yeah, but, that, I mean, that's got to uh, be it. I don't know what else it would be. It's a good cover. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Other than neck, Rand's particular neck, I think it's fine. And this cover is by Jeremy Saliba, who yeah, I, I think, think we're following did, on Twitter now. He's that guy. Yeah, and I think he did the Nynaeve <clears throat> cover for the last issue. Yeah, he did one of the alternates, one of the variants on, yeah, I think the last one. Now yeah. he's doing the main cover, stepping on up. So, moving forward here. Yeah, there, this is very wordy. I actually got kind of tired reading this one because I was like... <laughs> I felt like Tam. I, I was like, oh, man, I need some hot broth. And a nap. Um, but like it, it's it's a solid chapter. It is a lot of now. So it's a lot of explaining. Sort of land takes the role of explaining. Sort of what happened here. Yeah, he he's says, expositioner. Yeah, ex- exposition, and he sort of yeah he sort of breaks down everything that happened, and sprinkles in a little exposition, telling us that, uh, telling us a bit about Trollocs and. We find out a bit more about Mirdral. And they they piece together that it was a targeted attack. They they didn't just they didn't attack every house. Some houses they yeah. just lit on fire. Some they ignored. 
They attacked the two farms, and they attacked the houses with of boys of a certain age. They say, which I think is called Ooh. Michael Jackson. Oh, <laughs> jeez! But he said uh, it, and then and then it's weird because Rand's like, "Oh no!" So Matt and Perrin, we got to talk to. Them. Are they okay? And and they're like, "Yeah, he's fine." And he's like, "Well, what about uh, what about that other guy? And what about that yeah, other guy? Ban, what about Ban? Uh, yeah, the, Ban and Ban Margera, and oh, well, he's not doing good. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, what about little Louis Louis Johnson? And she says, Ran, I said boys of a certain age. You dumb fuck. One of them is yeah. eight months older than you. The other one's like six months younger than you. You dummy. Just because, just because they're in the same grade as you." You know, they, you follow them all through the same classes throughout yeah, school. Doesn't, doesn't mean, mean they're the same age. They're a certain age. The dark Come one on. is looking for boys born in the third week of June. But I guess how would he they find find that out? I don't I think don't we know. actually asked dreams. that question when we first. Yeah, Dream, dreams. Probably Basilon traveling through dreams, collecting data, <laughs> surveys. Could be these oh. ones born in June. So, yeah, and they, and they, so they really just, and then they establish basically the entire plot that we're going to be following this book, which is that the Dark One and his minions are chasing our, our, our boys, Rand now, and company. I don't know if you noticed this. There's, this is another like weird <clears throat> critique that I have of the art here. Now, if you go flip through the book, you'll find that whenever Lan is standing in front of a window, the window continues throughout his cloak. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Let me find the panel. There's like several panels. And I it looks like they he drew the window first, then drew Lan on top of the window, but didn't like continue on with like coloring in the rest of the the cloak and just left it as is. Or is there like like uh like a magical property to land's cloak that allows it to blend into its you know environment you know kind of like a chameleon cuz i don't know if that's explained yeah, yeah, this in the book this is this is odd um i see well i only see the one panel where he's actually translucent where his where his cloak is translucent oh no there's another one there's I don't yeah, yeah. and then I don't think that that's uh what whenever he's standing in front of a uh no standing in front of the window there's one on page, specific on page window. 13 though there's a couple that are fine he's in front of a window uh no you can even see the line you can see the line on the cloak like look where the windowsill is and see how it kind of like follows it through I'll buy that as lighting that I buy as lighting the one above but like on page page 12 that. Page 12, there's a couple. Page 12 appears that there's some egregious errors there with the translucent cloak. Sometimes, because sometimes I was thinking at first that maybe it would be that he's like moving. Oh, yeah. Page 10, too. He's oh, yeah. He's invisible. Yeah. Does he have a Harry Potter cloak? He might have a Harry Potter cloak, but I don't know. Is that like explained in the eye of the world and we just missed that? You know? Oh, boy. This might like, be another deadline it... situation. This might be a deadline situation. 
these books are plagued with that that appears to be that appears to be an error the sloppy one i don't know though i mean i don't know how it's not Rand does not have an invisibility cloak Lan. or rand any of them (laughs) any of them (laughs) All right. Well, uh, you know, there's always something. There's always something in the, in these books. There you know, there's always so something. Far, yeah. There's unfortunately, there's been a lot of just sloppy mistakes. Just like the the obvious cut corner, just an obvious cut corner. Man. You know. Well, no. See, because a cut corner implies that it's done on purpose. I don't know if that is done on purpose. I don't know if that's that's a cut corner. I that that just might be like a mistake like not going back through and finishing your last layer on the on the cloak well wouldn't an editor see this as well and go like hey you forgot to fill in the rest of his cloak i mean yeah but we've (laughs) yes they should or uh, you know what Uh, you know what i would have done if an editor caught that and i was drawing it and i'd been like no that's the i would have told him that it's a magical cloak just so i would have been like you've seen harry potter it's like that (laughs) It's like that. Yeah, there's like, all right, all right, I'll let this one slide and publish. Um, But that that is the only real that's the only real gripe I have with the art. It's just that weird, like, yeah, in this one, very specific, very specific thing. It's weird. It is weird. (laughs) But that being said, everything else is pretty well done. Like there, there's definitely like a stride they're reaching with this book well the back half of the issue then becomes rand in like uh nightmare dream world where he's like running around spooky spooky spook zone and he's like running yeah he's running around the spook zone and there's just lightning crashing down the spook zone (laughs) we have like two pages of just onomatopoeias things that say like it's like uh, it's like the it's like corn lyrics. It is like that, and this all leads to. It, so, is this eventually a spooky figure shows up, and also the arc takes a little bit of a psychedelic turn a little bit, um, which is kind of fun. Not a not a lot though. And I like it when shit does that, you know. This so the spooky guy that shows up here is this a Mirdral or is this Basilmon? I think this is Basilmon, or it must be a. Uh... A forsaken because this also seems to me this might be like a a premonition i don't want to spoil like for people who are listening and may not have read eye of the world uh <laughs> yeah but, but this just also on our seems, patreon this is listening to us yeah um it this does look like there's hints of what happens in the ending in this dream you spoilers know? The, but yeah you it, are kind of right about that <laughs> You know, the whole cliff thing, you know, lightning everywhere. Scared. Yeah, and, uh, so the, yeah, the dark scared. figure approaches Rand. He falls off of a cliff and uh, and then sort of runs through a forest. And then all of a sudden, he's he's at the White Tower. That's what that yeah. is, right? L- looks like he lands in Tarvalon and everybody's like stoked to see him there. They're like, hey, man, I got you a goat. Here's some cheese. <laughs> yeah, is this like a marketplace <laughs> going on? Yeah, there's a goat guy. He's selling cheese. It's the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> People just yelling uh, things. People just yelling, Goat! Everybody... Goat! 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 And there's another guy over there going, Goat! Cheese! 
Goat <laughs> cheese. Goat cheese. Rand's yeah. like, what did I eat last night? What is happening? As we know, this is the beginning of Rand's nutritional nightmares. <laughs> I like the design of the uh, the white tower. Um, I mean, it's fine. My it's only... a tower that's white. It's got a little yeah, gold I mean, frill it, on it. I th- it is what I imagined it to be with all the descriptions that we've had so far from reading the books. Yeah. You know? The only thing that I think is, like, kind of weird is on uh, when you see the full, like, the full display of uh, the White Tower. The dimensions seem a little off to me, but that's minor. I see what you're saying, but yeah, minor. You know? When you're doing, like, a page that big, and you're trying to show so much in so little space, you're going to have to, like, you know, put it together. And obviously, these guys are working against the clock. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I mean. You have to take some liberties. Sometimes you got to make an invisible cape, you know, I guess. So, I, I guess you are correct about the premonitions here, though, because he, I mean, he eventually does end up in Tarvalon. Spoilers. So, like, I think that's what he's seeing here. Does he? I mean, of course he does. There's 14 books. I mean, yeah. I mean, in 14 books. I mean, I, I thought you were saying that he did it in like the time that we've been reading. We haven't book. got there. What? But, I mean, I imagine that what? he's going to get there. They're not just going to ignore that place and have the main hero never show up there. I guess so. What if it destroy? What if it becomes destroyed before we even get there? Before Rand even gets there? That would mm-hmm. be interesting. That'd be cool. It would be cool. cool, cool. But uh, yeah, Rand climbs the White Tower. It's a big old spiral staircase. He feels like he's but he's he's supposed to belong here, you know, with his powers and everything. Like this is this is as close to home as home can be without it being Emmons Field. But as he gets to the top of the staircase, he opens the door, and this seems like a mirror draw. But it also could be spooky monster, a spooky monster, for Balzamon type. Balzamon. I think it might be. I don't know who it is. Kind of looks like the lead singer of Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? Because, like, he has no no eyes here. He's got a bunch of skulls around him. Um, Yeah, no eyes. He's He's got long hair. I don't know. I think he's, I mean, he's, I think it's probably Basilon. I feel like Mirdral themselves would, like, kind of be like a, like a shrieker-looking character, you know what I mean? Like bald yeah. head, they kind of look like a monster a little bit more. Forsaken seem to always look like these guys. No. Yeah, this. Guy. So he's probably. Forsaken. I guess so. Yeah, probably Forsaken. He definitely looks like. You know what? I they got the design from Death Clock. You know. Yeah, the, he looks like Metalocalypse. He looks Nathan like, Explosion. Uh, Nathan Explosion from Metal from Metalocalypse. <laughs> he does. Which I'm pretty isn't he based on Cannibal Corpse, lead singer? I think yeah, he is. I think so. Yeah, all all of those guys in that you. show in the band are based on actual musicians for the most part. They hear they're doing a movie. Like I know they've been doing a movie yeah. for like 15 years, but like finally yeah. they did a some bunch news of Adult recently. Swim shows got movies and That's renewals great. and like, stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, Aqua Teen Hunger Force I think got another one as well. Yep, and I think and maybe like, Venture Bros. But I don't know. But honestly, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying things. 
maybe another Tim and Eric billion dollar movie. You know, I don't, think we, need, I don't think we need that. I have. Man, <laughs> I own it on Blu-ray. <laughs> I do. It's a rough go, but it's good. I liked it. Uh, so after the the dream, so at this at this point, Rand wakes up and Tam's like, "Oh, you awake? You're awake." You've been screaming goat cheese for the last half hour. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't want to wake I you. I can't even move, boy. I wanted to stop you screaming about the goat. But I, just, I can't move. I've just been sitting here slurping up broth. So, no, there's nothing in this broth. And Tam's kind there's of a no dick cheese. about it. He's like, 9E brought me some some food, if you can call it that. She just fucking gave me broth. It's like you're yeah, sick but- and dying, man. I would, but imagine how naive would have given him the food. She probably just like sure, threw it in poured, his face, poured it on his head, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and spit on him. You know, oh, hey, that's harsh. Hey, it's not. I don't think she's above that. You know, especially when she's pissed off. I think she is. She's a doctor mayor. You know, she has a certain doctor mayor. <laughs> yeah, she has a certain uh, image to uphold. That image is being a dick. So Rand explains to Tam what's going on. He's like, I got it. I got a dip. We got to go. And then Tam's like, so it is, boy. And he's fine with it. He's like, when you come back, I'm going to have so many sheep waiting here for you. Which is kind of a weird thing to say. But I guess they're sheep people. So that's fine. Sheep herders. I mean, like, didn't your dad say that to you when you first moved out? My dad definitely did. No, my dad was just like... He didn't even care. He was like, who are you? He didn't realize I moved out for like two months. He was watching NASCAR. <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah, he's been screaming. He's been yelling at you to get him a beer for years. No, he gets, still he ain't gets coming. his own beer. My dad will get one beer, and he will drink it throughout the entire day. That one beer. He'll drink it for a bit, and then he'll put it in the fridge, and then he'll come back. And he'll get it That's again. That's a good way to do it. It'll just, it's not a good way to do it. It's horrible. By the end of the day, do you know how many times I saw a flat beer sitting in the fridge? And you know you would see him drink it. Anyways. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> My grandpa would do the same thing. But he would only, he'd drink like half a beer. And then he'd give the rest to my grandma. Wow. Isn't that nice? Well, the Wheel of Time, everyone. Another, we did it. We did it. Another graphic novel in the books of this book. Listen. We got one more free one. This is oof, one more taste. One more sample. It's a lot of samples, though. I was thinking about it. I'm like, this is a lot of free episodes. But that's because we we want to really share everything that we are putting on the table for dinner. You know? <laughs> you no, know, no, you want you guys want to know what the real reason was? We have bought the first six. Steve bought the first six issues, so it's on the Comicsology account, and that Don't tell and that. that was the first six that we were able to do. And now I'm going to wait on him to buy the rest of them. <laughs> what? I can't afford that. That even more, even more of a reason why uh, you should go check out our Patreon, and maybe do you it. can uh, help us pick up some of those issues. We kid. We'll oh, yeah. have them somewhere. We'll we'll get them. This this uh, this thing. It's launched now. We have to like Patreon's to, live. To, yeah, it's live. Right, we've it's had ready many to go. many people asking us about when the Patreon's coming. When is it? We told them. We're like it's live now, and they you know I don't know where they are, but uh, <laughs> they're out there. They'll be back, I'm sure. I really hope. So thank you for listening. 
please go check out the Patreon. Um, it mean a lot to us. Of course, if you cannot, that is okay too. It means so much to us just that you listen. Will? Yeah, man. Love it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You guys are great. You know, you're listening. You're not listening. You know, I'm listening. I'm We're here. Listening. I'm here every day. All right, let's get the hell out of here. We'll see you next week for our issue six of the Wheel of Time graphic novel adaptation.